Discount.org. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to It's Tuesday, June 30th. It's your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. There are three things I think you need to know. Of course, uh, number one, State of the Union. When have you ever cared this much about a State of the Union? 7 o'clock tonight, you'll hear it on KNST AM 790. Uh, You can also party with us tonight at Mr. Ron's. Uh, I would get there before 7 o'clock. Mr. Ron actually has extra staff. Uh, so there should be no problem getting food, drinks, you name it. Oracle and Rudis, there's info at knst.com. No, I mean, do you remember any State of the Union Bush gave? Any that Obama gave? It's not going to make a difference to make people that hate Trump like him. It's for, you know, listen, it's, it's for the, uh, the people that like Trump to sit back and have a good time and cheer at the stuff that he says. That, that's just all, that's all it is. That's all it is. Um, Now, that's again coming up 7 o'clock tonight. Second thing that I think you need to know, and this is a big one. uh, Listen, the House Intelligence Committee voted yesterday to release the memo. I would be shocked. Trump has five days to release it. I'd be shocked if Trump did not release the memo. I would be flabbergasted. He's going to have people telling him the swamp will be out there saying you shouldn't do it. He's going to do it. He doesn't care. He's going to do it. Again, I would be absolutely shocked. If he would not do it. And it turns out, I mean, your memo is so bad. The FBI director a couple days ago, Chris Ray said, I will resign before I demand that the number two guy in the FBI, Andrew McCabe, step down. And then Andrew and then Andrew Ray, uh, Chris Ray, excuse me, went and read the memo on Sunday. And then yesterday around lunchtime, Andrew McCabe was removed from his job. So that's how crazy this memo is. I have details coming up. Third thing I think you need to know. Uh, Kelly Ward. I, I love this. I absolutely love this. Um, Kelly Ward wants Sheriff Joe and Martha McSally to have six debates. She's throwing down. She's like, let's just do it. Let's, and I have, I, I predict Martha will run scared and Joe will accept. I'm just telling you right now. Uh, she wants six debates between her and Joe and Martha McSally. Sheriff Joe said he's not making any decision right now. And then fitting with everything that is about Martha McSally, her campaign did not respond to the Arizona Republic's request for comment on the debates. <laughs> yep, there you have it. Uh, now, enjoy that. I hope it happens. It'd be, it'd be good uh, good radio, wouldn't it? Three things I think you need to know. Now, it'd be even better if I could actually... Wouldn't it be, a, wouldn't it be great if I could actually... Be the moderator. Now, Now Martha and her people would never, ever accept that. But whatever. So we have that. Okay, so I want you, uh, listen, 
there is a lot of serious stuff going on with this memo that was released, this FISA memo, four pages. Isn't it great that it's only four pages instead of like 1,800 pages that you have to go through? Isn't that just awesome when that happens when it's just, you know, short and sweet and to the point? So this FISA memo, um, what it's going to show, and I mean, it's leaking out more and more and more, and you knew it would eventually. I'm shocked it took this long. Uh, but it's going to help Trump, not hurt him. So that's why it's taking that long. So what what it shows is that what it shows is that um, you have you have basically the Obama administration, the Obama DOJ, going to the FISA judge and using that fake Russian dossier, that made up piece of crap, to get a judge to say, "Yep, I see the evidence here in this thing." Go spy on whomever you want. I give you this more. Go spy on some, you know, low-level person in the Trump campaign and then use that to get to the Trump people even more. Blah, blah, blah. That's what they were doing. I think at the very least, they were, they were like, let's just get this anyway because we'll leak it out there that we had evidence to spy on them. Whether it's, it's not Trump, but it's some low-level, you know, no-name, it doesn't matter. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's just, let's just get it out there. And then we can create the narrative, too. That's what it comes out. Let's create the narrative that they're bad, bad, bad people. I'm telling you, that's what's that's what's happening, and and don't forget this. See, people are gonna the media is gonna conveniently leave out one fact. Do you know what fact that is? That not just was this they keep calling it unverified, you know, because it's full of fake stuff. Unverified memo used by the FBI and the DOJ to get a warrant to spy on Trump and his team. Um, they're conveniently leaving out the fact that this unverified dossier was paid for by Hillary Clinton's campaign and the Democratic National Committee. So the FBI and the DOJ taking a document, you don't think they all knew? Hey, Hillary's going to pay for this. She's paying some random dude at Fusion GPS. They're paying some guy that's a former spy. He's going to make up this crap. They're going to get it in our hands. And we're going to give it to this judge, this FISA judge, to get a warrant to spy on Trump. Hopefully we'll get him saying something bad. It's too bad they didn't learn the lesson that when he... When Trump was caught on tape with his own words saying you can grab him in the <clears throat> and nothing will happen and he still was elected, he still didn't lose support, uh, it would be quite a, quite a bit of stuff to actually make this guy go down and go down hard, okay? So I'm just telling you, again, that's the one thing you need to know is that you have to remember and they're never putting in all these stories that I've read about this, not once is it mentioned that the document that was unverified, was paid for by Hillary and the DNC. Now, that was a big story, what, like five months ago, six months ago, seven months? I mean, it was a, it was a big story. It was, it was like, uh, I think she paid nine million bucks, and they called, her lawyer called it opposition research. Can you imagine the story if Trump's people paid for opposition research and then they gave it to the uh, FBI, the DOJ? then use that to go spy on his political opponent. You imagine that? So it says here in Bloomberg that this counter, uh, this memo alleges bias and counterintelligence abuses in government surveillance of people surrounding President Donald Trump, all according to members of that panel. And by the way, there's more that's happening with this whole situation. As a matter of fact, let's start with some sound bites. I didn't. Did you get? Yeah. Where is it? No way. I didn't get it. That's why. Well, there you go. 
Sorry, the prep sheet. It was misplaced. I misremembered you know, where it was. Vision. That too. I I wish. <laughs> I don't think you really do. No, well, I, I know really why. No, because I don't want to see most. You'd yeah. see me every morning. Yeah, it's true. And it's only it's not like you just don't see through the you know you see bones. It's anyway. You so, want close um, X-ray vision. Well, and yeah, that's a good that that be more specific. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. To a point. That'd be a torture though, because a lot of people you just you just don't want to see. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Walk around. Sunglasses on, cane, act like you're blind, don't look at people. Anyway, let's go to this. What? I don't know. Number 61. This is like a huge thing that's not really getting reported as well. Adam Schiff, the, he's a crazy Democratic congressman. Now, now, let me just tell you something before we even start. 190 Republican members of the House have read this memo. Only 10 Democrats have chosen to read this memo. Only 10. They could have. They didn't want to know what's in it, but they came out and said, this is just made up junk. This is not even true. This is false. This is, excuse me. And then the Democrats wanted to publish their own rebuttal to it. They, they would not let the Republicans read. So the Republican intelligence, the Republican led is the, the majority of the House Intelligence Committee said, yeah, no, we're not letting you do that. And it would be just to create spin and a smokescreen and give a talking point to the media, which I'm sure they'll give it to them anyway. But anyway, I want you to hear Adam Schiff. I mean, basically, give such breaking news that it's like the media didn't think it was a big deal. Listen to this, 61, here we go. Mentioned that it was uh, disclosed to the minority uh, today uh, for the first time uh, that the majority has evidently opened an investigation of the FBI and what? an investigation of the Department of Justice. Whoa! Uh, under our committee rules, of course, that has to be the product of consultation with the minority, uh, but we learned about that for the first time uh, here today. Oh! Now, it has been publicly reported from time to time that there was a subset of the majority working on some kind of a uh, investigation or inquiry into the Department of Justice and FBI, but apparently the chairman uh, made it formal today, according to the majority, the FBI is under investigation and so is the Department of Justice. That's huge freaking news right there. The FBI and the DOJ are now under investigation? Shouldn't that be kind of a big flipping deal? I got to include that in the three things along with uh, along with it's it's part of the and, uh, Andrew uh, Ray removing uh, Christopher Ray removing Andrew McCabe from his job. That's a big deal. When does that ever happen? Yeah. No, seriously. I mean, I, the FBI I, being investigated. Yeah, I don't. And that's what's funny is that they, they're being investigated for doing crooked things. And it's not the everyday FBI agents. It's it's the big shots at the top. So you don't hear that every day. And, and, and then the Democrats and the media are like, well, why don't you just release that memo to the FBI so they can just confirm it? So you, so you want to uh, give the damaging evidence to the group of people you're actually investigating. Makes a lot of sense. Here, go defend yourself. So you know everything that's coming. Oh, yeah. And by the way, they know everything, by the way, because that four-page memo was written by a couple of Republicans based on all the intelligence they have seen. So they and and all the intelligence they've seen has been received from the FBI. So they know it. They're just they're caught. They are flat out frigging caught. Uh, one more really fast, and then we got to go to break. Number sixty. Sarah Carter on Hannity's show last night uh, details how bad this memo is. And even though McCabe McCabe now he was removed from his job. Reports say that he got crazy. He lashed out at people. Blah blah blah. He's basically going to take all of his vacation until the springtime so he can then retire. 
And then he gets a $1.8 million pension, which must be nice, right? $1.8 million. So he's just removed. He didn't go to meetings. He's just kind of in limbo. Great government job, right? But he might get fired. Listen to this. What we know tonight is that FBI Director Christopher Wray went Sunday and reviewed the four-page FISA memo. The very next day, Andrew McCabe was asked to resign. Remember, Sean, he was planning on resigning in March. That already came out in December. This time, they asked him to go right away. You're not coming into the office. I heard reports he didn't even come in for the morning meeting, Uh that he didn't show up. A source of mine told me tonight that when Ray read this, it shocked him to his core. Shocked him to his core. And not only that, the Inspector General's report, I have been told tonight by a number of sources. 1.2 million pages already handed over to Congress. Correct. 1.2 million pages. But there's indicators right now that McCabe may have asked FBI agents to actually change their 302s. Those are the interviews with witnesses. So basically, every time an FBI agent interviews a witness, they have to go back and file and a report. Change it, that would be yep. what? Obstruction of justice and against exactly. the law. Exactly. Obstruction of justice. Wow. This is something that the inspector general is investigating. If that is the case, if this is true, and not just alleged, if this is true, McCabe will be fired. I heard they are considering Whoa. firing him within the next few days. If this, if this turns out to be true. And apparently Sarah Carter also reported that uh, whistleblowers in the FBI are telling her there are going to be many more resignations. This is just the first. Just the first. There are more to come. Holy smokes. This is big. This is huge. 623 on KNST AM 790. Now, how is the media treating this? I'm going to play for you. It might be the funniest reaction. Okay. It came, of course, from Mika's face and Joe, their show. We're going to get that when we come back. A reporter actually claims, well, you got it. What, what, are, what technique are the Republicans using? This is the most insane thing. It's basically brainwashing, but you have to hear how it's how it's being um, reported. Democrats are telling the media Republicans are brainwashing the public with this memo. It's based off, but wait till you hear how the rep- this alleged reporter on MSNBC how she describes it. It's coming up. Morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety two Suns. Most stimulating talk. Talk. Oh yeah, six thirty one. Thanks for hanging out. Quick one right here. By the way. Again, 7 o'clock tonight. State of the Union watching party. Mr. Ons, I'll be there. I hope you join us. It's going to be a great time. So far, I'm 95% confirmed to arrive. When do you hit 100? When you're uh, there? When, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that and when I find out if my wife wants to go. Then you're going to be 0%. You want to no. go? Oh, We're she, staying home. But you're staying home. <sighs> Is what I'm going to say. Yeah. And I'm going to get my car and she's going to be like, you're going to waste gas and drive back to town again? And I'm going to be like, yes. Say, stop contributing <laughs> to global warming by talking. You're a hot air. Oh, 56 I outside now. That. 80 will be the high today. Sunny and 80. You got to love that. All right, really quick, because this is, this is just too much right here. Um, Heidi Prisbilla. Number 66, please. Number 66. Heidi Prisbilla. This happened this morning on Morning Joe. Uh, Democrats very upset that this memo is going to go out and show how crooked and corrupt Obama and the FBI and the DOJ were and the government abusing its powers and spying on political opponents. I mean, this is really bad. So the Democrats are trying to create a talking point. Now, they are everything the Democrats say is so dumb. Now they claim that the Republicans are using Russian techniques to brainwash people about this. I swear to God, listen, here we go. 
I've actually spoken with some Democrats on the House Intelligence Committee who are livid about this, and they say, you know what, this is even worse than just allowing the Russian bots to have their way. This mm. is actively co-opting the tactics of Russian disinformation, which is selective, distorted leaks. What? In terms of this memo, you saw it. In terms of the text messages from Peter Strzok mm -hmm. and his paramour being selectively leaked, um, that they're actually using Russian disinformation techniques. That actually happened. I tell you, that Morning Joe show, it gets better and better. The credibility builds every day, doesn't it? They are using it because it's all got to be Russia. They're using Russian techniques. Russian brainwashing techniques that actually happened. Now, again, that should be laughed at. People, they should laugh them off the set, but they want to believe it. They're so sick in the head. So sick in the head. I mean, again, the FBI director said, I would rather resign than make Andrew McCabe quit. And then he reads the memo, comes back the next on Sunday, comes back on Monday, goes, Andrew, you got to go. You got to go. Bye. That's how bad it is. All right, 634 on KNSD, AIM 790. That is incredible, isn't it? All right, I, where's more? Wait till you hear Nancy Pelosi literally get nasty to CNN. That, and then there was a, the people's, there was the people's, um, the people's State of the Union. The, the celebrities in New York City went full commie with the people's State of the Union. They, they're losing their mind. Wait till you hear things that they said. We're going to get to that also in about six. Here's the latest right now on KNST from Fox. Your wife. Boom. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. 642. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, State of the Union tonight, 7 o'clock start. You can hear it here on KNST AM 790. You can watch it with me at our State of the Union watching party at Mr. Ons, Oracle, and Rudisil. I would get there well before 7 o'clock, though, if I were you. We'll be in the bar area. It is beautiful to where we have the beer club meetings every month. Uh, there's going to be, you know, great food, great drinks, all the TVs will be, will be just, it'll be all Trump all the time for the state of the union. So I hope to see you there. Uh, and again, I'd get there before seven o'clock if I were you. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, the memo looks like it'll be released. The house intelligence committee voted. It was along party lines to release that four page FISA memo. And it's going to show that uh, that Obama and the DOJ and the FBI all used that Hillary Clinton DNC paid for Russian dossier to spy on Trump. Unverified, paid for by Hillary. I mean, it's a complete abuse of power. Uh, and it's so bad that the FBI director, Chris Ray, originally said last week, I will, I will resign before I have to fire my number two, who's Andrew McCabe. Then he goes and reads the memo on Sunday and by Monday, he told Andrew McCabe, you got to go. And Who did number out. two work for? Uh, well, nobody now. Mm. He worked for Obama. Anyway, third thing I think you need to know, Kelly Ward has challenged Martha McSally and Sheriff Joe to six debates starting in March. Good for her. She's throwing down on the real deal. I'm going to prove it to you. Let's all lay it out on the line. Of course, it, befitting Martha McSally, she has yet to respond. <laughs> Uh, Joe Arpaio said, I'm not going to make any decisions just yet. Good luck with that one. So those are three things that I think you need to know. Um, now, I want you to hear really quick. You know how crazy the Democrats are getting? Really quick. Nancy Pelosi. 
Let's do number 63. Nancy Pelosi. You can't make up this stuff. She goes on the friendly confines of CNN with Chris Cuomo. And they're talking about the FISA memo and stuff like that. And then listen to this. This is not reckless. Christopher Wray, the director of the FBI, obviously, recently selected by President Trump. He got the memo. Uh, He could have come out and said, this is reckless, don't release it. Let me just say this with all due respect. You really don't know what you're talking about right now. Pause it! Whoa! With all due respect, I think you're a moron. (laughs) Now, just remember, how many times did Andrew Cuomo be a complete D-bag to Kellyanne Conway, to Jim Jordan, to any Republican out there to challenge him to make, oh, no, no, no. You'd think maybe when someone looks at you and says, with all due respect, you don't know what you're talking about. And on top of that, it's Nancy Pelosi, who's bat bleeping crazy, who literally doesn't even know what she's talking about. You'd think that you'd stand up for yourself and say, wait a second. Well, don't, 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 don't say that to me. I wasn't disrespectful to you. I'm just trying to find answers. Well, he knows better than bite the hand that feeds him. Well, but that's the but that's the thing. You'd think that maybe you'd stand up for yourself. Again, he's nasty to the Republicans, which is okay. Listen to him react as we continue. Here we go. But okay. did Christopher Ray look at it or no? I can't oh. say whether he did or not, but he did not. He's But he did. In order to redact, you have to have the people who know the I'm not saying redact. Act. I'm saying if these concerns are so sharp and obvious. Well, they've already said not to release it. So I just wanted you to hear the last, you know, like 10 seconds afterward to see, to hear him. She tries to change the subject and he lets her get away with it. This is CNN. That's just too much. He's, you know, he could have said, uh, we do know. Andrew Ray has said he has read the memo. He went to the White House, that skiff room, that secret room where you can't have anything that can record anything and anything and anything and anything. He did it. He did it. He could have called her out. You're right. Got to be scared. They're all in it together. Maybe he's afraid of her handbag. Well, he, <laughs> Whack! She is a handbag. Um, <laughs> hey, I just, I can't, I, 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 I we're all we in this together. We have the hair bag, we're we all, have the, yeah, the handbag. We're all in this So isn't it funny how CNN will continue to talk about Russia, Trump, Trump, Russia, collusion, which by the way, first off, it's not there. Secondly, collusion is not illegal. But there's nothing there. And then you actually have something with this memo. This is actual concrete evidence. And they don't go with the same persistence, do they? Funny how that works. I mean, even CNN's employee, who was last year undercovered and realized he was being recorded, Van Jones, said, oh, yeah, this whole Russia-Trump thing's a nothing burger. Funny how the media kind of pushed that aside, huh? All right, so I just wanted you to hear that. That was pretty good. Now I want to throw me up over there. I'm going to play some stuff from over here. Um, there was something called the People's State of the Union, a bunch of... Uh, I mean, really insane celebrities decided to get up in New York City amongst all their whacked out friends and deliver the People's State of the Union to try to show up Trump and everything else. And Michael Moore was there, Cynthia Nixon, John Leguizamo, who uh, Mark Ruffalo, he played Hulk, didn't he? And yeah, I don't know what else he does. And he was wearing a shirt that said, we are all dreamers. Not really, actually. Not even when it confused the DACA and the Dreamer and the Dreamer and the DACA. Anyway, I want you to hear what they, and it's some, some, I don't know who this actress is, Paola Mendoza? I don't even know who that is. You ever hear Paola Mendoza? Me either. She cute? And, you know, not bad. Not bad. But it doesn't matter. Her brain is ugly. 
So <laughs> it's true. Have so you seen first, them? They're not very really yeah, attractive yeah, in general. Yeah, well, <laughs> let's hear Mark Ruffalo. This is uh, this is Mark Ruffalo trying to get the people fired up. I mean, the people say this is total communist stuff, by the way. The people's this, the people's that, the people's republic. Anyway, listen to this. Here we go. That we made this year. We're going to set our sights to continue that work in the next year and strengthen our bonds and commitments to each other for long after the Trump era comes to its rightful end. Mm. We ain't stopping with Trump, okay? Let's make a promise to each other. This is it, man. This is our moment. This is it. It's so our moment. It's about unity, man. It's our moment. It's about a positive vision for the promise of America. Okay. This is our moment, man. This is our... If that's your moment, you have nothing. This is our moment. We're standing in New York City, hoping people pay attention, and you they're too dumb to realize that all we're going to do is mock the hell out of them. By the way, do you see the Grammy Awards? The ratings came out 24% lower than last year. The lowest ever rated Grammys. Under 20 million people tuned in. And I wonder how many people tuned in and then tuned out. Anyway, let's continue. That has to be fought for. But we can do it. Now let's go to John Leguizamo. Uh, they actually, these people actually think that we, we want to hear what they have to say. I want to hear it just to point out stupid. But they actually think we're going to believe them. You must believe me. I'm an actor. And John Leguizamo, last you night. You know what Native Americans called this country before white people came here? Before white people. Ours. Oh. Because America is the best country ever stolen. Mmm. How about that? So, John Leguizamo is Hispanic. If the country belongs only to natives and you have, you're upset that white people are here, why doesn't he leave too? Anyway, let's continue. The best country ever stolen. The best country stolen. That's that's awesome. Uh, Michael Moore, Mr. Irrelevant. Listen to this nut job from last week. Removing him and Pence and the whole disgusting lot of them in Congress and in our state capitals still won't be enough. We must remove and replace the system. Mm. That gave us Trump in the first place. Like, what does that mean? These idiots are, you know, let's burn it down. Anarchy, communism. The the culture that brought us Trump is is why we're here because people were forgotten about. Jobs were outsourced. Politicians didn't care. What? Listen there, Bernie boy. Hang on. There's. Oh, you want, you want to say something? Well, no, the, the culture that, that brought us Trump was actually crooked politicians, yes. shady government, exactly. Uh, Democrats doing things that are dirty. Republicans, Republicans too, everybody, too. politicians way, in general. Don't forget, I mean, now that this whole memo's coming out about this fake Russian dossier, uh-huh. don't forget that McCain's hands are all over this, too. Thank you, yes. yes. Okay, hang on, there's more from, uh, from Michael Moore. As much as I tried to warn the country that oh. Trump was going to win by winning those four states... Apparently... Nobody really listens to you, Michael. But anyway. I'm here tonight to tell you that I believe that we can accomplish this by a tsunami of voters overwhelming the polling places on November 6th so that no poll will be able to close as its stated time. I want to see thousands, thousands of polling places all across this great country. 
Hang on. Wasn't that what happened last election day? And they had to stay open because everybody came out to vote for Trump. They, my, <laughs> my mother waited for like two and a half hours up in Phoenix. They're losing their minds. Okay, here's the last one. Here's that Paola Mendoza, an actress that I've never heard. I, I, you looked at her movies. Ryan looked it up. I don't remember. I don't recall, really. They're like, it doesn't matter. Milk, yeah. yeah, hang on. 14 million votes? That ain't a blue wave, yo. yo. That's a brown tsunami. Well, picture that in your mind. You ever been in Puerto Vallarta uh, in, uh, was, in summer? I was going to say, I, I <laughs> thought the brown tsunami is when you drink the water in Mexico. Oh, and... oh man. All right. Six feet. Yo, yo, <laughs> yo. yo. 653. Matter, well, I'll get to this. A couple of uh, DACA people actually got arrested for human smuggling. You hear about that? Uh-oh. It's coming up. KNST AM 792 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BANK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BANK to 200-200. Hello. 707. It's January 30th, State of the Union Day morning ritual with me, Gary Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, the Trumpster delivering his first State of the Union tonight. The media is trying to sell this like it's going to change the world, by the way. So they're just at the countdown clocks, all this stuff. We're having a State of the Union watching party because it's more funny when you drink and eat watch, you know, during it, right? And you and, and since it's Trump, it's going to be entertaining. You know it is. I'll be disappointed if it's not. So join us tonight at 7 o'clock at Mr. On's Oracle and Rudisil for the big State of the Union watching party. Uh, and, and again, what you're not going to get on this show today is a breakdown and analysis of what he should say and shouldn't say. And blah, 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 blah. Because it doesn't really freaking matter. It doesn't matter, right? What The whole reason we're doing this is because things are pretty good. And Trump's just damn entertaining. And you never know what's going to happen. Right? You never know what's going to happen. When was the last time? What Do you remember any other State of the Union? Go. Have you watched any State of the Union where if you didn't like the guy at first, you liked him afterward? Go. Exactly. But we're going to have fun tonight. Second thing, because it's Trump, man. Second thing I think you need to know is that Andrew McCabe, all of a sudden, the number two guy at the FBI steps down. Now, his wife, they're big Hillary supporters. They hate Trump. Apparently, he was in that four-page uh, FISA memo. And his boss, the head of the FBI, Chris Ray, said, I will resign before I make Andrew McCabe step down. Then on Sunday, he went to actually go read that FISA memo. Yes, on Sunday. And the next day, Monday, he said, you got to go, dude. You got to go. Uh, because this is a big deal. The House voted to release this. It's up to Trump to release it, and I think he will. Um, it's not just that it was an unverified piece of garbage dossier that the FBI and DOJ used to convince a judge to get a warrant to spy on Trump and his peeps. It was also the unverified dossier. It was an unverified dossier paid for by Hillary and the DNC. That's a big deal. This is this is really bad government corruption and abuse of power. And it's all going to come out. Third thing. I think you need to know 
Kelly Ward has challenged Martha McSally and Joe Arpaio to six debates starting in March. I guarantee you Martha wants no part of that because her establishment handlers won't let it happen, just like they won't let her come on this show. Good for Kelly for throwing down. Martha's people have not yet responded to any kind of request, so that's fitting because that's exactly what she does. Only go on the friendly confines. It's right out of the McCain handbook and the Flake handbook, which is what she is. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, All right, so um, this is just... This is this is hilarious. Uh, listen, they're college students. When you were in college, did you know anything? When you were 20, 21, did you know? I didn't know. I thought I wanted to do sports. I thought I wanted to do ESPN. I didn't know anything. Um, so I don't get depressed by this. I just think this is like another reason why it's not going to change people's minds. Okay? This State of the Union. Because campus reform went to New York University, NYU, to talk to those really, really, really smart young people. By the way, do you think that they, I mean, they had to have known that afterwards, they have to see this video and realize, oh my God, I just got embarrassed. Like, I I am so dumb. Like, I, how do you know, if this is one of your college friends, how do you make fun of them? Forever. You're so stupid, dude. You're so (laughs) stupid. Hey, tell me how breakfast is tomorrow. Um, Because they... They were asked, what do they think about Donald Trump's State of the Union a week before it actually happened? Now, we are going to pause this for comments as we go, but I want you to hear it. The questions, the answers. This is hilarious. Students on NYU's campus. Here we go. Well, we've been getting people's reactions today to the State of the Union last night. Some people were saying that it was the most racist State of the Union that's ever happened. What was your reaction to everything that was said? I didn't watch it because I couldn't bring myself to watch it. Quite Mm. racist at the very least. Um, Quite racist. If not up there with most racist. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, It's already quickly climbing the scale. Some of the people said today that uh, they thought his immigration stance that he outlined last night was especially hateful. Very Uh, Oh, very. What do you think of it? I, it's something that I wouldn't have expected to happen in like our lifetime. It's offensive. It, it is crazy, but I'm not shocked by by what he's done in the past. So no. pretty. Ugly. I I believe what I'm hearing um, about his his rough nature and um, the hate that he probably set. He told the Democrats the wall got ten feet higher because they didn't <laughs> stand up. This is the guy interviewing. at one point. What do you think of all that? <laughs> It's the behavior of someone who refuses to accept accountability for their Mm. failures. The way he acts, you shouldn't be acting like that if you're the leader of the country, regardless of what party you're in. So that that frustrates me a lot. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that that was his State of the Union address. Hopefully everything that he's outlined can be overturned by the public opinion. Was there one thing in particular Uh. that you saw people most upset about? Um, probably with immigration going on with the whole DACA thing and him trying to build the wall. One of the yeah. craziest mm. moments when he started a build the wall chant with all the Republicans <laughs> that were there. Okay. Um, <laughs> people on social media were accusing him of basically using the State of the Union as a, a campaign event. Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. I think it's absolutely crazy. The fact that mm. um, he started a chant, he's big on those. What's your reaction? I think it reveals that he has the temperament of a three-year-old. Mm. People, a lot of times... Uh, they're trying to say, don't listen to what he's saying, and they just want to shut it down just because it's Trump saying it. Do you think they have any ground there? I don't think so. I think there are enough progressive and intellectual people that mm. really analyze what he's saying. Oh, yeah. Do you think he's going to fall through with the things that he promised last night? 
I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> he, he said he was going to become president. He became president. See, they all want to act like they're so smart. I have to say this. So I'm smart and stuff. And that's why don't believe the stuff you see on TV. Don't even believe the things that people say around you. Because you know they have no clue. If they actually knew what was going on, they would agree with you and me. That's it. They would agree with you and me. So people get frustrated. Oh, I'm arguing online. Dude, most people don't even know what the hell they're talking about. That's why I always say not everybody should vote. I'm not making it illegal, but if you don't know something, don't do it. Like nobody's going to come up to you and be like, you know what? That guy's having a heart attack. We need to open up his, his chest right away. And oh, yeah, I'm in. I mean, you'd be like, no, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea. Hey, you know what? Cars broke down on the side of the road. Can you help me fix this? I, I don't know. How to, I don't know how to fix a car. Fine, you admit it. If you don't know anything that Trump stands for, any of the policies, anything like that, just don't vote. Don't. Stop screwing up my life. Leave me alone. That's it. But you got to love it. Seriously, people are like, everybody thinks they need an opinion because if they don't have an opinion, then they feel like they're ignorant. And nobody wants to feel ignorant or dumb or stupid or they're out of touch. Man, if I don't have a, I have to act like I know what I'm talking about when it comes to this stuff. It's just like those stupid, those stupid celebrities that we played in the, in the you know, half an hour ago at the People's State of the Union out there in New York City. All these dumb celebrities, Mark Ruffalo and Michael Moore and some chick I've never heard of and John Leguizamo. You know, dude, you, you, you're just dumb. Like, I don't I have nothing else to say except for the fact that you are just dumb. Like, okay, an example of that. Again, you heard those college students. Why can't they just sit back and say, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Because they don't want to appear like they're not informed. What do you mean you didn't watch? I didn't watch this stuff. What do you Mm-hmm. So I want you to hear, uh, keep me up over there, Cynthia Nixon. Remember her from Sex and the City? The only reason I know that is my wife watched it. So anyway, Cynthia Nixon, she was there. People, State of the Union. And you want to, you want to hear someone who uses words to try to make herself sound smart? Listen to this. This is beautiful. Right think this is bleeped out. Do you remember when Wanda Sykes? Because Wanda Sykes was there. I'm going to put this in the. Uh, I'm going I'm to. I'm going to put this in the log so you can play it. Wanda Sykes. Right before the election last year, she apparently did some kind of a comedy show. Was it? I think it was in Boston. I think it was in Boston. And she started cracking jokes about Trump. And the crowd booed her and she lost her mind. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up. It's because she was at this People's State of the Union yesterday. Apparently, Amy Schumer, another winner, introduced Wanda Sykes. And Wanda Sykes spoke about the ugly underbelly of the country that emerged in 2016 to elect Trump. You want to hear ugly underbelly? I believe this is bleeped out. 
because we, we played this on the on the air last year, right, Ryan? So this is what happened right before the, you know what, let me open this up. When, when did we record? Hang on. We recorded this. I want to say right. Uh, oh, what like it? November or something It was like November. That? It was after the election. Yeah. November 15th? Yeah. So it was right after the election. Trump won. Remember, some people in the country were just crying and freaking out, blah, 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 end of the world. She has Ted's. Yes, she did have Ted's. Well, she lost it. The crowd in Boston didn't like what she had to say. Uh, open it up, if you don't mind. Let's open it up here. Um, double, Ryan, can you open it? Do you double click on it? Because I, I don't know how, where we're going to play it from and things like that. Yes, thank you very much. And let's play it and hear what happened. Remember this? Here we go. After the election, I was, I was going around consoling people. I said, guys, look on the bright side. Look at this. I was telling everybody, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I was like, I am certain this is not the first time we've elected a racist, sexist, homophobic president. This, this, he ain't the first one. He's just the first confirmed one. That's it. Uh-oh. You motherfuckers, all y'all. Mm-hmm. All y'all. That's you, right. You, you, yes. you, 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 all y'all. Take none of that. But she was there yesterday talking about the ugly underbelly that came out in this country that got Trump elected last year. She's the ugly underbelly, for God's sakes. They started booing her. She tells the crowd, F you, F you, MFers, blah, 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 blah. These people are literally, they're still suffering from Ted's over a year later. Trump election derangement syndrome. You know, there's only one cure for Ted's, right? Winning. More winning. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's why it would be great. I mean, I hope he calls everybody out tonight. I know he wants to bring people together. and He's never going to bring people together, though. Just, you know what? They don't want to be. So, exactly. Support the base. And say, get on the train to winning or just step aside and let other people start to win or continue winning. But you're going to win despite the fact that you don't want to win. Anyway, uh, 7.20. Uh, there's more we need to get to. I just, that was a brilliant thing. I'll put that on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis radio. Like it and follow it, please, please, please. We have that, which is nice. Now, um, we have to get to, uh, Nancy Pelosi. We got to get more uh, back to this, uh, this FISA memo that is going to come out. I'll tell you why it came out. Why, why Trump is going to release this. It'd be great if you just read it. Wouldn't it be, how great would that be? If Trump tonight at the state of the union is like, <clears throat> By the way, I have decided to release the memo. And it's not going to be redacted at all. As a matter of fact, it's only four pages. I think I have some time. I could read it right here. And imagine if he just read it and out it. That way, this is going to be probably, what, 30, 40, 50 million people that will see it. I bet you maybe not 30, 40, 50 million people will watch it live. Because some will watch on YouTube, some will get clips, stuff like that. If that part would be played so many times, I would say at least half the country would would hear it. And how do you dispute that? Wouldn't that be fantastic? 
if Trump just literally read that memo, it's only four pages exposing everything just in case the media doesn't cover it the way it should. I have the four pages right here and I've included it in my speech. Oh, there's already a meme. Oh, it's been out. This is this says three days ago, but it's been out longer than that. Maybe I should read the FISA memo at the State of the Union. Just yes, he should. And Don's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll get to some details on that, and then Nancy Pelosi. Oh, the spin, the spin, the spin. This is just this is unbelievable. We'll get to it. Oh, we have to. Do you know they, it's not chain migration anymore? One person who wants to be president in 2020 is coining a new term. We'll get to that as well. This is just so good. 722, back in five. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Ugh. 728, how you doing? It's uh, State of the Union Day. But let's talk about what you think Trump should say. That's really stiff. That's what loser talk show hosts and dumb media and cable news needs to do to fill time. What do you think he's going to say? He's gonna, you know, you, I want him to talk more about illegal immigration. Of course, we all do. We'll talk. We'll we will comment about you know stuff that he says tomorrow. I I really just hope that he actually reads the FISA memo. That would be so friggin' sweet. And why wouldn't he? The guy's got. I mean, he's got the guts to do it. What does he care? Right? What does he care? Yeah. You think that's the one thing? Do you do you want? I mean, you have to want him to. Do you think he'll actually do it? You could tweet me at Garrett Lewis. Let me know what you think. Uh, it is going to be sunny and 80 today, seven o'clock start time right here on KNST AM 790. You can hear the state of the union. Uh, plus we'll be at Mr. Ons for a watching party. So you can join us at Mr. Ons and hang out with a bunch of uh, great people like we did throughout the 95 different debates. And again, debates are generally never exciting, but Trump made him exciting. I just wish that he would reference low energy Jeb or something like that or. Crook, what do you think? Throw, throws out a crooked Hillary in the uh, in the State of the Union. It could happen. I know. It totally could happen. So I suggest you get to Mr. Ron's well before seven o'clock to grab a seat. Otherwise, you're going to probably stand with me, which is cool. We could do that. I got the arch supports, and we'll go from there. Um, now, uh, I want you to hear uh, Nancy Pelosi, number sixty-five, talking about the the FISA memo. The FISA, Nancy Nancy Pelosi between the FISA memo. You gotta love this. Uh, here we go. Listen to this. To be so afraid of the truth that they would do, they would degrade the whole process of intelligence by taking it to a different place. I call it a cover-up. Cover-up. Release the memo as a cover-up. Of course, they don't want the memo released, which I think would actually be more of a cover-up. But hey, whatever, Nancy. Uh, 62. This is just a little clip, okay? Just a little clip. Um, did I do enough of this? Did I screw up the time on this soundbite? Uh, no, I think it's good. Play it. In, in, in the interview, just overall, you'll hear the word false several times. But in the interview with CNN that she did with Chris Cuomo, when she told him, you don't know what you're talking about. She called the FISA memo false 14 times. Here's just a small sample. Here we go. And what they're putting forth is a total misrepresentation. It is false. And they're putting it out there as if it is factual, and then saying, we're going to show this to the American people, but we're not going to show the rebuttal to it by the Democrats. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, does it need to have a rebuttal? Again, 190 Republicans chose to read this in the House. Only 10 Democrats chose to read it. They didn't want to know it. So this memo is an official FBI memo, correct? Well, it was written by, I think, Trey Gowdy and Devin Nunez, and they had the FBI look over it. They had the FBI director look over it and said, are there any errors here? And he said, no. So it sounds pretty it's FBI official to approved. Me. Yeah, it's very official. There's nothing false in it, even though she said false 14 times in the interview. 
So, um, I mean, this is this is pretty crazy. Now, just so you know, in the Washington Post, they reported that Trump wants this released. Trump made his clear. Trump made clear his desire. Release the memo. Release the memo. Trump's directive was at odds with his own Justice Department. They warned it. They said this would be extremely reckless. Yeah, sure it will. Nevertheless, White House Chief of Staff John Kelly relayed the president's view to Attorney General Jeff Sessions. They spoke twice. Kelly conveyed the desire of Trump, according to a senior administration official, to release the memo. Trump is inclined to have it released just because it will shed light, said a senior administrative official, speaking on the condition of anonymity to recount private conversations. Apparently all the rumors are that it will shed light. It will help investigators come to a conclusion. (laughs) It's coming out and people are going to scurry away. This is so... So, so good. All right, this is even better. You want to, you want to hear more desperation? I mean, this, they're, they're nuts, the Democrats. They're, they're absolutely out of their mind. They don't know what to say or do. I mean, the tax cuts, you're getting your money back. Crumbs. And I remember a few years ago, Nancy Pelosi said the best way to stimulate the economy is to give out food stamps. But now when you get your own money back, your own money that you earned, or, or money the company, not government money, the money the company, the companies, corporations want to give back to people, thousand bucks a pop. Crumbs. Those are crumbs. They keep saying the dumbest things ever. I think we have it in the system, the Pelosi food stamps. We, I know we do. We played it. Um, you have to hear another stupid Democrat saying more stupid things. Another one claiming that chain migration is a racist term. Do you know who came up with the term chain migration? You'll hear that, and I'll tell you. Coming up right now, 734 in KNST, AIM 790. Here's Fox. If you want to create jobs, if the quickest way to do it is to provide more funding for food stamps. There you go. More funding for food stamps creates jobs. Not tax reform. Lady's out of her mind. Uh, One more. She talked about the Bush tax cuts. Here we go. And again, we have to take our country on a path of deficit reduction. Many of you were here when the tax cuts for the high end were implemented, creating no jobs except increasing our deficit, sending the bill to our children, and the credit to the Chinese government. Mm. So the Bush tax cuts created no jobs. It, look, the economy was roaring until the mortgage uh, debacle, because the government was involved with that, happened in 2006, 2007, 2008. Uh, when Bush got in there and did tax cuts in 02, oh, things were roaring. Anyway, there's Nancy Pelosi for you. You got to love that. All right, let's play some uh, some more fun sound bites. Uh, Kirsten Gillibrand is a senator from New York. I, I, it's amazing these people want to run for president because they've literally accomplished nothing. Tell me something Kirsten Gillibrand has done. She's, one of, super, what, what? she's one of the superstars, though. Remember yesterday? Yeah. Who said that? Uh, that crazy chick. Oh, right yeah, now. the one from the Daily. Okay, yeah, 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 that, yeah. that's right. For this on, um, on MSNBC. <laughs> Yes, she's a superstar. If I don't know your name, then you're a crazy yeah. chick. That's, yeah, how, yeah, that's how it is. So Kirsten Gillibrand, she wants to get her name out there to run, to challenge Trump in 2020. Why do you want to lose? Really? You think you have a chance? Anyway, Kirsten Gillibrand goes on The View, friendly confines of The View. Um, and let's do number uh, let's do number 69 real. I think we should do 69 first. This is just the best right here. Here we go. Do you yeah, agree with but- Nancy Pelosi when she says uh, he wants to make America white again? And that's what this is about? 
I think a lot of President Trump's rhetoric is racist. And let's be very mm. clear. When someone uses, oh, yeah. yes. when someone uses yes. the phrase change migration, when someone uses the phrase change migration, Chained? it is intentional in trying to demonize families, literally trying to yeah. demonize families and make it a racist slur. It is not right. She's now making her own, her own term, chained migration. It's chain migration. Chain migration. You know when this all started? In the 1960s. Do you know who came up with the term chain migration? Lyndon Johnson. President Lyndon B. Johnson, who was a Democrat. I mean, this is, this is just, this is insane. Um, it's, it is, it is what it is. Chained migration is now a racist term. It is a racist term, a racist term. <sighs> We played the sound bites of Dick Thurber and everybody else. I mean, it's a, these, we're not falling for this. We just we don't do it. We don't do it. By the way, which race are you being racist against by saying chain migration? They want to try to make it. They want to convince Americans that don't know what chain migration is, like uh, Leah Marquez Peterson, the woman that's running yeah. for Congress. Even though I think she's lying about that, but whatever. Either you're really ill-informed, you know, dare I call you stupid. Or you're just lying through your teeth about this. Which one is it, Leah? 880-KNST, 880-5670. You know my number. You say, answer that in a text. Text me the answer. Which one is it? Stupid or liar? Tell me. Anyway. Um, chained. They want to literally create the image of slavery and chains and white people and meanness and stuff. So, but we're trying to end, quote unquote, chained migration. <laughs> right? That's a good point. But so, they don't want to call that. It's, it's family reunification. Of course, again, President John, Lyndon Johnson signed Teddy Kennedy's 1965 immigration bill into law that created chain migration. You're here. You want to bring on your family? Sure, bring your family. Have them vote Democrat. Way to go. Good job. That's what it was. So chain migration. All right, so now this, this, is, uh, this is a Butte Clark right here. This is really, really, really good. I want you to give me one second. I want you to hear um, Megan McCain, the lone rhino on The View. And Kirsten Gillibrand's on there. And she starts talking about the sex abuse and Al Franken and all these guys and Steve Wynn and blah, 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 blah. So all this stuff, right? So at least Megan McCain says, well, hang on a second. What about Hillary? What about the Clintons? L listen to this. It's reportedly Hillary Clinton is under fire for covering up for a top advisor who was accused of sexual harassment back in 2007. She docked his pay mm -hmm. and made him seek counseling, but allowed him to stay on. And women claim his harassment continued. You are a longtime supporter of the Clintons and consider her a mentor. Do you think her response this weekend was appropriate? Hang on a second. By the way, she read that off the teleprompter. Um, do you know who broke this story? Hillary's campaign manager from 2008, a female. She told CNN, I wanted to fire this guy. Hillary wouldn't let me. So Kirsten Gillibrand, who's ripping all these guys everywhere, trying to act like she's a champion of women and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, she depends on the Clintons. What do you think about that, Kirsten? You ready? You ready to listen to this? Well, as you know, uh, 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 I think uh, these things have to be dealt with, whether you're a Democrat, whether uh, you're a Republican, uh, you need transparency and oh. accountability, and no one is above criticism. What about Hillary? Um, but in that case, I don't know all the details. I don't know if the punishment mm. she chose was the right punishment. But what it does talk, bring us to talk about mm. is this issue of workplace 
um, harassment. The fact that Way too to many dodge. women in the workplace across all sectors, across all industries are being harassed today mm. and there is no accountability. And we've had this Me Too movement and moment that is so powerful mm -hmm. because it's given space for women no matter where you are, who you are, Answer to speak out tell your story. But the real test is when we can make sure that a woman on, cannot she's come forward because her boss isn't famous or something. Hang on, she's filibustering right now. By the way, she posed for a picture at the 2016 DNC, the Democratic Convention, with Bill Clinton. Uh-huh, hang on. Powerful industry leader. And she just works in an office or on a farm or in a hotel or at a restaurant. She needs to be able to come forward and speak truth but to power as well. Senator, you have dedicated your political career to this fight, obviously. And that's why a lot of people were really surprised that it took you 20 years to say that Bill Clinton should have resigned over the Lewinsky <laughs> scandal. So what do you say to that? I think this uh, moment of time we're in is mm. very different. I don't think we have... It was acceptable to totally abuse chicks at that particular point. Now it's not. You know, I was okay with it because nobody really cared back then. That's, oh, that's the big difference. That's the big difference. There's more to this. Wait till you hear what else happens. We'll continue uh, in five. Morning Ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. org. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. Yeah, now. Jasmine, now hi. How's it going? Poor girl's so nervous. It's your morning turn, ritual. Turn, 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 turn on my turn on my on up on on up. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, oh, we're up to twelve now. Twelve Democrats that are going to boycott the State of the Union. And the great thing about the Democratic but Democratic Party, it's diverse. There are Black Democrats, White Democrats, Hispanic Democrats, Male Democrats, Female Democrats. Who knows? Maybe some of them are transgender. I don't know. But doesn't matter. They are skipping the State of the Union, which should work out just as well as the government shutdown. That Yeah, way to go. Yeah, I'm sticking it to that guy. That guy's giving you your money back? Screw that guy. I'm standing up for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, State of the Union tonight. Seven o'clock start right here on KNST. And we're having a State of the Union watching party. And it's going to be awesome, Mr. Ons. I would get there before 7 if I were you. I'm just saying, right? I'm just saying. Get there before 7 so you can get a nice spot. Otherwise, you can, you know, hang out. And We did a lot of standing at the debate watching parties, if you remember back in the day. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Get some dinner, get some drinks all at Mr. On's. It's delicious. There's information if you need it after this at knst.com. It's a great picture. You should go check it out. It's me and the Don. And the... What we're rolling with here at the station is that one of us, one of these two guys you see, will be at Mr. Ron's tonight. Guess. <laughs> anyway, second thing that I think you need to know, uh, the House Intelligence Committee voted to release the FISA memo, and it looks like Trump's going to release it too. He wants to. He'll have the swamp telling him, you can't do this, Mr. President. You, this is not good. And I hope he says, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> good luck in prison. Uh, so it'd be nice. So they're going to, he has five days to release this memo. And I hope he reads it tonight. Anyway, 
it's so bad that the FBI director, Chris Ray, who originally said, if I, if, if the president thinks that I'm going to fire Andrew McCabe, the number two guy here, I'll resign first. Then he goes and reads the memo on Sunday. And by lunchtime yesterday, uh, McCabe was out of his office. His office was empty. He was out. That's how damning this memo is. And apparently the Republican lawmakers had the FBI read their memo and tell it. They said, can you tell us if there's anything wrong, anything factually wrong? And it was given the all clear. Man, man, it is a Hillary and DNC funded dossier that was used, that was then handed off to the FBI. I mean, when, when would the FBI take a political party's opposition research and, and use that to try to take down the opposing party? That's exactly what happened. They used that unvetted Hillary and DNC paid for dossier to bring to a judge. And who knows if they lied to the judge, if the judge said, is everything verified? Oh, yeah, maybe that's another big lie. All this could be coming out. They use that to spy on Trump and his peeps. That's what the memo is. Let's face it. Third thing I think you need to know, Kelly Ward uh, has challenged Martha McSally and Jar Pyle to six debates starting in March. And Martha's, of course, uh, her people have not responded because they never do. Uh, and uh, Sheriff Joe said, I don't know what I'm doing yet. Blah, 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 blah. So whatever. Good for Kelly Ward. Three things I think you need to know. Good for her. Now, um, okay. Well, let's just, before we even play the uh, the Kirsten Gillibrand stuff and what happened with the Hillary. I mean, this is so insane. What's going on? It's so nuts as to what's happening. First, I want you to hear the Democratic spin. Okay, it's very important that you hear the Democratic spin uh, as to what is going on with well their response to the FISA memo. And again, let me just tell you, 190 Republicans in the House have read the FISA memo. Everybody had the ability to do it. Only 10 Democrats chose to read it. The Democrats wanted to fire off a response, a rebuttal to that memo, and the Republicans voted it down because the Democrats would not even let the Republicans see what it said. It could be a bunch of lies. So anyway, I want you to hear first. Um, I want you to hear first. Uh, what, what number is this? This is, this is just too much. Too much. Uh, 66. Sorry. 66. Heidi Prisbilla. Heidi Prisbilla is a reporter. She went on Morning Joe's face and Mika's face this morning on MSNBC, and she was fed the talking points by the Democrats in their response. Listen to this. I've actually spoken with some Democrats on the House Intelligence Committee who are livid about this, and they say, you know what, this is even worse than just allowing the Russian bots to have their way. This is actively co-opting the tactics of Russian disinformation, which is selective, distorted leaks. In terms of this memo, you saw it. In terms of the text messages from Peter Strzok mm-hmm. and his paramour being selectively leaked, um, that they're actually using Russian disinformation techniques. Russian disinformation techniques. That actually happened. Russian disinformation techniques. Are you out of your mind? So that's what the Democrats are going with. I mean, this is just laughable. Well, you know, I mean, they're going to put out that memo and the FBI verified everything, so it's all true. But the Republicans are only releasing this. They're using Russian brainwashing techniques. What is this, like the 1950s commie era, which, by the way, was true, where they would say, watch out for the commies. Now, all of a sudden, the Democrats are like, hey, what? what uh, if you read that, you're going to be brainwashed by the Russians. <laughs> I mean, what are they doing? This is the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. There's even more. There's a member of Congress who might be like the... 
Uh, he's a he's a psychopath. He's out of his mind. Congressman Eric Swalwell from California. He literally has no problem lying about everything that he says. This guy is so he believes his lies so much. Or is it sociopath? Sociopath. So, sorry, sociopath. Yeah. He is a sociopath. The guy lies so much, and he says it so convincingly. He believes the lies. I'm, I'm, this is rough right here. I'm guessing where it is. But he was on uh, CNN with Don Lemon, Trump-hating drunk Don Lemon. And listen to what, uh, what happens here. Listen, here we go. Uh, then a brainwashing uh, of the public to try and get them uh, to believe that of the, the FBI is working in a conspiracy uh, against Hang on, uh, I'm back up a little it's, bit. I'm back up no, a little bit. No, no, no. Listen, it's, listen. It's, I, I've read both memos, Don. Uh, this is nothing more uh, than a brainwashing uh, of the public to try and get them uh, to believe that the FBI is working in a conspiracy uh, against uh, the Trump White House. It's, it's not based on any fact. And the memo we would like the public to see not only discredits that, but again, is a mountain of evidence uh, that I think... Uh, would have Americans very, very concerned. So this is supposedly based on an underlying memo. So it is a brainwashing. What all of a sudden is brainwashing? You know when brainwashing was tried? When Obama tried to spin his way out of the Fast and Furious scandal. Or Benghazi was caused by a videotape, a film made by some guy and was put on YouTube. That caused Ben. That's called brainwashing or lying to the public if you want. This is based on actual facts, like the FBI verified what's in the memo. But the Democrats, they lie about everything. They literally have to spin out on this, and we have no good answers. The the money you're getting back? Crumbs! Not very good. Food stamps are a way to start jobs. Food (laughs) stamps. I mean, you, you hear the words. I'm not brainwashing. I wish I was. I'd love to brainwash you. You will go to Mr. Ron's and order the most expensive thing on the menu tonight. So anyway, um, brainwashing. They they can't they can't actually come up with any kind of of good answer, good response. Brainwashing. Like seriously, this this is like something out of a bad comic book movie. We're gonna brainwash them to think this stuff and blah 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 blah. Uh, my son likes a Lego Batman movie, not the one that came out like last year or two years ago that was really entertaining. There's one that came out like in uh, like five six years ago, uh, where the Lex Luthor teamed up with the Joker, and Lex Luthor was going to be elected president. And the reason people liked him is that he squirted this kind of spray that brainwashed him to think that they love Lex Luthor. This is like this. It's the same thing. It's like the it's 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 insane that a political party is like all right what. How are we going to get our? How are we going to spin out of this thing right here? Like, what what can we possibly say to counteract this FISA memo? Let's go around the room. Hey, you, what do you think? Well, uh, I think uh, I think if you just tell the public that they're being brainwashed by the Republicans, I think that brainwash. Well, yeah, I love it. Let's run with that. Let's tell all the people in the media that we're, we're they're, they're using Russian techniques to brainwash them. And we're going to go with the, we're going to say brainwash so much, we're going to brainwash them to think they're being brainwashed. Yes, that's what we do. That's how we roll with this. This is what's going on. This is, this is beyond the realm of sanity. This is so nuts. They have nothing. That's the thing. 
They have nothing. They have so little. They have less than nothing that they literally went around. They're like, well, the best way to counteract this isn't with facts because we have nothing because we're we're totally caught here that we abused government power to try to spy on Trump and his peeps that let's just say it's brainwashing. And they're like, okay, well, let's run with it. They're so desperate. They had to run with brainwashing. Can you play one more time the Heidi Prisbilla? Because she threw in the Russian techniques. They said, listen, Heidi, when you go on number 66, when you go on your morning Joe show on MSNBC, those idiots that watch that will believe it. And why should Joe and Mika's face argue with you and say, are you serious? The Republicans are using Russian brainwashing techniques. Like, just run with that. We want to get it out there. We want people to believe it. Listen, here we go. One more time. I've actually spoken with some Democrats on the House Intelligence Committee who are livid about this. And they say, you know what? This is even worse than just allowing the Russian bots to have their way. This is actively co-opting the tactics of Russian disinformation, which is selective, distorted leaks. In terms of this memo, you saw it. In terms of the text messages from Peter Strzok mm-hmm. and his paramour being selectively leaked, um, that they're actually using Russian disinformation techniques. So, releasing actual texts that two FBI employees, one who was the legal counsel for the number two person at the FBI, the chief legal counsel, that's Lisa Page, and then the guy that the FBI person in charge of counterterror counterintelligence, uh, that was Peter Strzok. Those texts don't believe what's actually written. They only release the ones they want you to see. And that's what Russians do. And that's disinformation. And it's brainwashing. I, I, I can't get over this. Like, this is the most incredible thing I've heard so far. It's, it's really pathetic. Like, if you're a Democrat, you have to be embarrassed. You have to. 880-KNST, 880-567. I'll get back to the whole Kirsten Gillibrand stuff. I'm sorry. I just had to get this off my chest. Well, I don't know about brainwashing, oh. Garrett, but I'm pretty hungry right now. I can't wait to order something really <laughs> for Mr. Hans. Mr. Hans. Well, tonight. you're going to pay for it yourself, wait, are you, too. You're not buying? You're going to try to brainwash me to buy it for yes, you? Yes, you're buying my dinner tonight. <laughs> I'm going to selectively show you pictures, like the filet and then the fried I'm rice. Hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> That's oh. it. I'm not going to show you anything else. It. I'm buying it. Wait, you're buying it? Okay, good. No, I'm buying what you're saying. Oh, okay. Which is I, this is this is just this is hilarious. This is going to be the theory throughout the day. Every time I find someone, I get these sound bites, and I'm always perusing during the show. When they when they they hear the um, uh, the the term brainwashing, you're going to hear it over and over. And you want to know how sick CNN is? They like defend this stuff. They'll run with the fake nothing burger of Russia Trump collusion, right? I want you to hear Chris Cuomo number sixty seven. Chris Cuomo has. Jim Jordan, Congressman Jim Jordan on the show. And Chris Cuomo tells him, you know, you really you really can't look at the texts that Stroke, Peter Stroke, uh, and Lisa Page sent each other. You read the texts that they said that how much they hate Trump and the insurance policy, and there's nothing to the collusion and the Russia story, all this stuff, right? You really can't take you can't believe those text messages. You want to know why? Listen to what Chris Cuomo said. Here we go. You look at some texts between lovers, okay, oh. uh, within the FBI. No, she's general. She's FBI counsel. I he know, but they were lovers, and, they were, and you have to These factor that in in people. terms of the nature of their banter. I'm not saying they're unimportant, but context matters. So they're lovers. So because they're lovers, you can't actually believe the text where they're like, we hate Trump. We got to take this guy down. What can we do? We got to impeach this guy. No, they're lovers. 
It's pillow talk, baby. Lovers, yeah, they're lovers. Oh, she likes it when I talk so bad CN- about So CNN pushes the whole Russia-Trump thing based on nothing, and they say actual evidence? Ignore it, because they're lovers. And by the way, you, you, hang on, I was going to make that point. So you had the, um, the selective leaking, which is what Russians do, and I'm thinking, isn't that what's happened since Trump won the election? They leaked out the conversation between him and the Australian prime minister. They leaked out... All kinds. They leak out fake news stories, for God's sakes. They leaked out General Kelly's on his way out. He can't stand working for Trump. Blah, blah. Trump's got a tweet. I love John Kelly. He's doing a great job. Blah, 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 blah. John Kelly, remember, he had to come out and do a press conference and say, I'm not being fired. The one th- maybe we, we could play the sound bites where he's like, the one thing that's incredible to me is the amount of incorrect information that I read every single day when I read newspapers. Every single day. So I I mean I I don't I don't know it's hang on Rob welcome to KNST hello Rob hello hello, hello Rob welcome to KNST morning how are you good how's it going man not not bad so I was just thinking about this release of disinformation yes isn't that what James Comey did uh I think you're onto something give a specific example. So when he was just about to be nailed, he started releasing memos, he started releasing other stuff, and it was kind of like a a half-truth that he was releasing, but not the full picture, and he was leaking, selectively releasing stuff that was leading to a picture that was disinformation and not completely there and true. Yeah, well, the fact that he all of a sudden uh, leaked out uh, the specific information to his law school buddy. Right, the memos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and he was kind of in the back pocket of the Obama administration and and the Clinton mm-hmm. campaign. It's you know what? That's what's all going to come out. Well, that's, and here's the thing: is they're saying that's what the Republicans are doing when there's already this long history and long trend of this going on with their former FBI director, the guy that just got nailed, the assistant director. Why are they accusing the Republicans of doing this when they're already the ones that are setting the trend? Yep. I mean, I agree they got nothing, but they're accusing somebody else. But to me, that looks like a defense attorney's tactic of putting the blame on the person that caught the bad guys. You know, I think you're right, man. You, I mean, we, we see this a mile away. But you're not going to hear this a lot on other networks. You're not going to get in a lot of rate. You know, that's why you listen. We see this. It is just insane. Uh, they leak out everything, and then, I mean, Russian techniques, of, I, I don't know. You're, you're right, and they, they've done this their whole time themselves. Everything. Well, I don't know. I don't even know why they're saying it's the Russian techniques, because you want to know why? uses this kind I know. of technique to get information. Because they want, they've, they've turned Russia into evil, even though they laughed at Mitt Romney when he said Russia's the greatest threat to, to us nowadays. But, but since they think that people, you know, think Russia Trump bad, let's just use Russia again. Because that's Trump using Russian techniques, and they helped him get elected, so why not just run with it? That's what they're doing. I still don't. They can run with it, but anybody that's been anywhere near a law enforcement officer knows this is, that's what they do, is they use, and, the, and defense attorneys know that's what they do. They take the blame and the focus off them and point it in another direction so that it doesn't look like they're the ones that did it. You're right. You're right. You're right. Or, or turn the cop into the perpetrator so the perpetrator is, looks less guilty. Dude, you're on it. I appreciate it. Thank you. You, you. It's insane. One more, and I thank you for the phone call. Oh, hang on, I put up the wrong thing right there. Um, this was John Kelly. I'm growing, going by the seat of my pants right here. John Kelly 
I think this is when he was talking to, again, the press corps, because they were, oh, John Kelly's going to get fired. He's going to get fired. He's going to get fired. Blah, blah. And this was, by the way, back in March of last year, I believe. I believe or th- this is right. Anyway, just play it. Here we go. He's your friend. You have confidence in him. He's in, he, according to a oh, source a very close, he's incredulous how President Trump could make this accusation you know, with, against, against President Obama. With, with due respect to sources, um, I, I have been uh, wronged so many times in the last six, seven weeks as the Secretary of Homeland Security by sources that were dead wrong. I'm not suggesting in this case, but that were dead wrong. Dead wrong. Uh, I, I don't go much on uh, single sources uh, anymore. There you go. And that was just part of Wolf Blitzer when he was still Secretary of Homeland Security, when, when Trump put out the email that he was spied upon, which we're learning now happened. 825, we'll continue. There's more. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Stimulating talk. Ah, yes. Hello, 841. How you doing? Three things I think you need to know. Number one, it is... Of course, State of the Union Day, and we are going to carry that at 7 o'clock right here on KNST AM 790. Listen here or watch with us at our State of the Union watching party at Mr. On's Oracle and Rudisil. Get there, uh, get there way, way, way before 7 o'clock so you can get a good seat. Otherwise, you can hang out with the rest of us and stand up. That's, that's just what we do. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that uh, the memo, oh, the House Intel Committee votes to release it. Now it's up to Trump, and I'm pretty sure he's going to say, oh, it's out there. And again, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be very Trumpian for him to read that memo? i got to be honest, I'll be disappointed if he doesn't read the memo tonight in the State of the Union. Why do you have to do like every other president? He's not like every other president. Just do what you want to do. Get the info. He tweets. He says things like no other president. Get it out there. Anyway, this memo is so damning. That the number two guy at the FBI got canned yesterday after the FBI director read the memo. And the FBI told the Republicans that wrote this memo, yeah, everything in here is good. It's going to show how the fake Russian dossier bought and paid for by Hillary and the DNC was then given to the Justice Department, given to the FBI, then given to the Justice Department to get a FISA warrant to spy on Trump and his peeps. It's one of the biggest abuses of power in the history of this country. Third thing, I think you need to know how about this one um i mean we have i mean there's a lot of stuff that we have out there well i'll give you this one uh kelly ward said uh, i want six debates i want mcsally and arpaio six debates let's do it arpaio said and eh, not sure yet mcsally hasn't responded because she never does three things i think you need to know uh so there's like a there's like a, a fourth component here um ubs says business optimism in america is soaring soaring UBS sent a note to investors, confidence dramatically higher. Oh, why? The new tax rate cuts. Expected infrastructure investments, reduction in regulations. Companies by a two-to-one margin planning to hire more workers and invest in more companies. What is this? A Russian disinformation campaign? Ah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, really quick, this is incredible stuff. Economic outlook has increased from 65% positive to 83% positive. Market outlook went from 62% positive to 81% positive. Business outlook jumped from 77% positive to 80%, 87% positive. 
65% said increased infrastructure spending will help their business. Of course it will. 36% said they plan to hire more versus 14% that said they plan job cuts. 72% said the tax bill will boost the economy. 72% approved the administration's regulation reform. 68% said their companies are already benefiting from the Trump administration actions. This, remember what Joe Biden said after Obama signed Obamacare into the thing and he announced it? And he's on mic. He said, this is a big effing deal. Let me tell you something. This is a big effing deal. It's all the, of course, it's all the, uh, the, the effect of Obama's eight years of destroying this country. And they finally kicked in after eight years, right? Isn't that what it is? No. Yeah. Matter of fact, I want to play something for you. We'll get to the, um, the Clinton stuff. I promise, I promise, I promise we will. But there's something else that's pretty incredible too. Okay. I want to play. It's going to be a little bit longer. Um, last night, CNN, throw me up over there if you do not mind. Last night, CNN, Don Lemon Show, he's talking to uh, the Congressional Black Caucus Chairman, Representative Cedric Richmond of Louisiana, some others, everything else. Don Richmond starts with the lying and disinformation campaign first. Let's just, uh, he's a, a panel of black people, just listen to When this. he talks about, when you say things like that, um, that he is racist or he has racist tendencies or what he said was mm. racist, or he always points to, well, this is what I've done for the black community. Look at unemployment, look at, look at all these things. But he never addresses the issue that you're talking to him about. And we can get to unemployment because that's really Obama's policies right. that help mm-hmm. black unemployment. It's not really this president's policies. Right. Excuse me? Are you high again? Are you drunk on TV again, Don? Black unemployment soared just like everybody else under Obama. It's gone down least under him, uh, less under him than it did under President Obama. So that wow. is a talking point. Why don't you think wow. he understands that when you have the majority of African Americans in this country, and he'll point to the people who support him, and it's not that many black people. Mm. And he says it's growing. It's not. That's not true. Thanks. Way, it's not growing. It's not growing. It's just um, not true. It's not true. Why Nothing's won't true. he listen to people who may be trying to help him? Because he is the President of the United States. Why won't he listen? Well, I just don't think that's in his DNA. I really don't. It- he cares about black people? You think he cares about I black don't. people? Uh, <gasps> if you listen to oh. his words or if you watch his actions, let's just take some numbers. He's appointed or nominated one black federal judge. Mm-hmm. He's nominated mm-hmm. one black U.S. attorney. And when you start talking about the criminal justice system, uh, that's a key area for African-American men. And they just, <clears throat> and if you watch Jeff Sessions' actions, it's just inconsistent. So I'm not totally convinced of everything in his head. Part of what's in his head is he does what Kelly and Stephen Miller tells him to do. And that's why we see the racism coming out in this uh, immigration overhaul where... Did you hear that? He does only what John Kelly and Stephen Miller tell him to do. You really think that? That's why these guys are so full of it. Talk about fake news. Hang on. He wants to not talk about illegal immigration, which, by the way, he made the dreamers illegal. They were legal until... Excuse me? What? Yeah. (laughs) everything about cnn is russian disinformation (laughs) they are the brainwashers and their watchers are getting the dreamers were totally legal even though they were legal aliens they're totally legal and he made them illegal oh okay hang on hang on he decided to take action but when you start talking about diversity visas and you start talking about family reunification you're talking about legal immigration and he we could just use his words Mm mm-hmm he wants more people from Norway as opposed to Africa, Salvador. That speaks for itself. Okay. That speaks for itself. 
Well, we don't want people they can't come in and, and, and be able to live on their own without the taxpayers helping them. Contribute to society? Yeah. Uh, hello? Not be a burden? Hello? Oh, my God. Do we have to go back to the Dick Durbin soundbite, too, where Dick Durbin talked about chain migration. People are taking advantage of it. He's against the chain migration. We need to end it. Do we need to do that? Uh, and by the yeah, way, the Harvard-Harris poll um, showed black people wanted a cut, a significant cut in legal immigration. They wanted a cut in legal immigration. They want it because they want jobs. They want wages to go up. It's exactly what they want. Blacks, Hispanics, they all want it. Massive cuts to legal immigration because they see so many people being brought in. It's supply and demand. When a lot of people can do a job, well, you don't need to pay them as much because a lot of people are willing to do it. It's as simple as that. Holy smokes. And they act, I mean, it's, again, it's like they are out of touch with reality. I mean, it really is. They have no clue as to what the heck is going on. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Um, anyway, we've, we've gone over that time and time and time again. So I don't, I don't know what else we can do about this, but we've just, we've done it. It's, it's nuts. Um, let's play, uh, oh, speaking of that. Let's play Pelosi one more time, 64, where she was asked by Chris Cuomo before she told him, you don't, you don't know what you're talking about. You have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, he's, he asked her, do you want to defend making America white or do you regret? Do you regret saying, you know, making America white again? Just listen to this. Here we go. Do you think that it helped the chance of getting a deal done by describing their offer as making America white again? Well, that's what they're doing. I, oh. I could have been saying that a year ago, but the president said it. He said it when he talked about uh, uh, certain countries and how he characterized them. But what they want to do is not let any more people, you see with their proposal, cut in half legal immigration into our country. Uh, what they want to do is send people back. That's their real goal. That's, that's what we fear most is their illegals? Uh, surveillance, their interior do, surveillance, do we, internal what? surveillance. What? And also... Um, ice. Uh, Pause it. To, They're so worried about, by the way, like a Motel 6 calling ICE and saying, we just saw 42 people get out of a, a minivan. And and ICE goes up and checks the, oh, look at the, okay, if it's got a Hispanic name and blah, 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 okay, let's just go knock on the door, see if they're here legally or illegally. That's what happens. People get brought up and they stay in cheap motels along where they, eventually to wherever they need to go. It's happened in Phoenix. The state of Washington's going after ICE. All these people go, you can't work with them. You can't, you can't see something, say something. You know the whole see something, say something? Apparently only terrorists, as long as they're not Muslim. Now, if you see a bunch of illegals pop out of, or a bunch of people, 42 people pop out of a van, don't, oh, shh, you're racist if you say something. Circus that's what they town. want. That's what they, it's not, so she's, oh, that's what we fear most about their surveillance. So you're okay with this FISA situation where the government takes a made-up dossier to spy on a presidential candidate, try to take him down. You're okay with that, but man, you're upset if people want to say, I just saw 32 people pop out of a van and they're staying in room 14 at the Motel 6 up on I-10. She's so dumb. Okay, let's continue. Look what they've done with the lottery, with, with the opportunity of visas that come from all They say it's a security countries. risk. And, and look what they're doing with family unification. You didn't answer that. No, of course not. Chain. Chain. I like the word chain. chain. That chain. sends tremors through people in our... Well, you read something into everything. <laughs> yeah, no, no. What they're doing. Of course I do. I see them every day. Of course I do. I have nothing else. By the way, that, new, that, that Harvard-Harris poll... 48% of black Americans said they support a legal immigration system that brings in between one to 250,000 legal immigrants. 85% said we need to change 
the chain migration to merit-based. Facts, facts, facts. We'll continue. 852, it's K-N-S-T. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHAR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. Yes, how you doing? It's 9.07. It's your morning ritual with me, Garen Lewis, KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. We having fun yet or what? What the? This is a hell of a show, isn't it? I think so. It's one of those things, man. It's one of the... I mean, look, we have Jasmine here. She's she's learning the trade. And this is better than college. You're actually getting paid to learn how to do this versus if you... You wouldn't learn this in four years of college. We've learned in the last week. Am I right or am I right? No, you're right. Louder, louder. But don't scream. From the diaphragm. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, uh, three things I think you need to know. But has it flown by these three hours? It's because you have you've been sweating and not breathing because you're afraid to make mistakes. It's okay. It happens. It's how you learn. It's how you learn. Uh, I know the listeners. Listen, they, I already get emails. Leave her alone. Blah 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 blah. Oh, As leave if I'm her doing alone. I know you. They don't like you. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. Number one, it's State of the Union Day. Uh, I, it's just going to be an entertaining speech. Again, normally we would never do anything like this. Like we're going to go party and drink some beers and have some, some on's wings and some sushi or whatever you tap on, whatever you want at Mr. Ons. And I will be there, uh, before seven. It, the whole thing starts at seven. Trumpster will, will talk at seven o'clock. And I hope that you get there a bit earlier because it's going to be crazy at Mr. Ons. Um, but you I mean we wouldn't do this if Bush were president? We wouldn't have done to Obama. I mean, it's just not. I mean, it's generally a, a bunch of lies. That I, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. I want to. Trump's different, man. Who knows what the hell he's going to say? Listen, I'll be disappointed if it's a normal everyday speech. I want him to read the FISA memo as part of his as, as part of his uh, State of the Union speech. Would that not be fantastic? Anyway, we'll continue. So it's tonight, seven o'clock. Listen on KNST. Or go to Mr. Ons and hang with us. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that the FISA memo, the House Intelligence Committee voted to air it. They said, yep, make it public. Let's do it. Uh, By the way, for over a week, members of the House have had the chance to actually read it. 190 Republicans have. Only 10 Democrats have. Yet every Democrat now is saying it's brainwashing. They just want to brainwash the public that the FBI is bad or something. Excuse me? Yes, Russian techniques of brainwashing. We... I have both of those examples on my page at KNST.com, by the way. It's just, it's, it's phenomenal. Uh, anyway, the memo is so bad that the FBI director fired, basically, removed the number two guy, Andrew McCabe, yesterday after he read the memo. And that's after the FBI guy, the head of the FBI, said, I'll rather resign than fire Andrew McCabe. Then he's like, ooh, this is really bad stuff. You're gone. And again, the memo, it's going to show that there was all kinds of collusion, government abuse of power, a Hillary paid for memo along with the DNC given to the FBI, lied to a judge about its about it being true to spy on Trump and his boys. That's an that's probably the biggest abuse of power in the history of our country. To be honest, with you. when has this ever happened in the past? Third thing I think you need to know: the economy is friggin' booming. UBS. They asked their peeps, "What do you think?" 
The economy, they said, quote, optimism is soaring. 79% like the tax bill. 68% of firms say it's already benefiting them. Yep. How about this? Economic outlook increased from 65 to 83%. Uh, 36% plan to hire more people versus 14% that plan to cut jobs. 72% say the, this will boost, the tax bill will boost the economy. It's crumbs. It's crumbs. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, I mean, listen, I might, it, it's going to be such a crazy night. I may have to bust out the orange pants. Now, there might, there, there may, there's no guarantee. See, because this is what happens. I have these sweet orange pants. I mean, these are phenomenal orange pants, and not many men can pull these things off. Not many men that like women. Not that there's anything wrong with either way, but not many men that like women will be able to pull these pants off takes a special kind of guy to pull off those pants exactly and by pull off the pants i mean wear them in a confident fashion thank you ryan just checking not that there's anything wrong with that you anyway know, there are people that listen to have my cell phone and every time we're going to be out live You're crazy for that all i ever get is is he going to wear the pants is he going to wear the sweet orange I pants know. see here's the problem though when i when i wear the pants i start i start getting looks from other men at the event and and the looks are like the, the the looks are not really very, you know... Is it envy? Good looks. That's the thing. Like, the looks are like... They want to be like, yeah, what nice pants, the loser. Who, you're a jerk wears those pants. I'd never wear those pants. And it all stems from their own insecurity for not having the confidence to wear the pants and to look good in the pants. So, I look good in the pants. I look good out of the pants. I have the confidence for the pants. So, when, you get, when I get the look from people like, man, you, look at those... You just wish you could. It's okay. It's all right. Well, we all know. Takes a special kind of guy to pull off those pants. Yeah. You're taking that out of context. You're using Russian disinformation techniques to brainwash. That's right. I brainwash. <laughs> Keep listening. Yes. Mark called. And he said he uh, he can. Uh, he says he still likes me. And that. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. What are you talking? This is way too inside. Yeah, Nobody cares. No, no. no I'm just telling you. And and that I said, hey, well, maybe tonight you can buy me a beer. I'm brainwashing you. I'm brainwashing you. He's like, I will buy you a beer tonight. First off, his name's probably not Mark, and no, second, I don't Mark. believe it's going to happen. Oh wait, he'll call back. Oh, just name. stop, just stop. Like I don't know they. They don't like it that much, anyway. Um, I'm sorry. This whole disinformation thing is just the funniest thing I've heard in a very long time. That's the answer. These these. And I'm putting this up. Eric Swalwell. This this guy's crazy. Swalwell. Swalwell. He there's something wrong. He again. He is a he's like a psychopath, sociopath. He's something like that. Throw me up over there real quick if you don't mind. Again, this is him uh, with Don Lemon saying that the FISA memo is simply brainwashing the public. And again, the FBI proved what was in the FISA memo. Listen to this. Some source documents, though. No, 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 no. I've read both memos, Don. Uh, This is nothing more. Uh, than a brainwashing uh, of the public to try and get them uh, to believe that the FBI is working in a conspiracy uh, against uh, the Trump White House. It's uh-huh, uh-huh, brainwashing the public like that. What do you think the mainstream media does every night? It's it's just it's brainwashing that's all it is they're working against the american public despite the memos the dossier if this was such a lying document wait wait hang on we know what else he said after that hang on 
It's not based on any fact. And the there you go. If it wasn't based on any fact, why would Andrew McCabe be out the door in about three seconds after the FBI director read the memo? Facts, facts, facts. And then my favorite play, uh, 66, Heidi Prisbilla this morning on Morning Joe. She's the mouthpiece for the Dems. Listen to this. I've actually spoken with some Democrats on the House Intelligence Committee who are livid about this, and they say, you know what, this is even worse than just allowing the Russian bots to have their way. This is actively co-opting the tactics of Russian disinformation, which is selective, distorted leaks. In terms of this memo, you saw it. In terms of the text messages from Peter Strzok mm-hmm. and his paramour being selectively leaked, um, that they're actually using Russian disinformation mm-hmm. techniques. <laughs> yeah. You know what those techniques are? Vodka. Lots of vodka. You know, how do they know what the actual Russian disinformation techniques are? You go Is to there you, a class? If you go to YouTube, you'll actually see there's a KGB guy. I, go, I went to YouTube. There's a KGB. If you're right, if you're right Russian disinformation techniques, brainwashing, uh, there's a former KGB agent who talks about it. So, yeah, that guy. Hmm. KGB defector, Yuri Bezmenov. Whatever. We do the same thing. They all do the same thing. By the way, Susan Collins, the rhino senator from Maine, sounds like... And Bethany Grace, she talks like this. I don't even want to get the damn sound, but I'll just, she is already calling out for Trump to not release the memo. You know, she is for Planned Parenthood against repealing Obamacare. Wasn't really sure about the tax reform. This chick is, she's not a Republican. Anyway, I believe he should follow the advice of his justice department, which so far is to not release it. That's what she sounds like. Anyway, let's continue. Uh, there's more that we need to talk about, including this. This is really incredible stuff. Um, Hillary Clinton's 2008 campaign manager, Patty Solis Doyle. Patty Solis Doyle. On CNN, talking about how Hillary, remember Hillary was on, um, she was on uh, the Grammys. That nobody watched, 24% down in ratings, lowest gra- Grammy ratings ever. Free market is speaking. She's on the Grammys. They have the, everybody in the Grammys wore white rose to speak out against sexual harassment and blah, blah, blah. You know, Hillary's husband is like the biggest. He's like the king sexual harasser. Maybe, maybe second to Harvey Weinstein. Maybe not, though. We don't know. And Hillary called the women that accused Bill of this stuff bimbo eruptions. Right? Uh, Hillary was been featured, though, as part of this on the Grammys, even though she has no problem throwing chicks under the bus and doesn't care. She even let staffers get apparently sexually harassed because her faith advisor, her faith advisor, a man by the uh, name of uh, Strider is his last name, Bern Strider, Hillary's faith advisor was sexually harassing staffers. L- listen to this. This is incredible stuff. Here we go. To then candidate Clinton, Senator Clinton, that she fire Bern Strider. Tell yep, us she, about how this information to came to you about what had happened. Listen. And... The case that you made for him to go and ultimately what Clinton decided. Sure. So um, a young woman made a complaint to our head of operations about sexual harassment against Bern Strider. Someone who, yes, Jess O'Connell, who is now the CEO of the DNC. By the way, this interview happened yesterday. They just said Jess O'Connell, who is now the CEO of the DNC. She resigned from her job yesterday. After eight months on it as the CEO, I wonder if this had anything to do with it. Because she and Hillary both 
ignored this staffer that was being sexually harassed. Hang on, listen. Uh, against Bern Strider, who she reported to. Uh, the incident was brought to my attention, and, um, you know, I did my due diligence. I interviewed all the parties involved. I looked at the evidence. I looked at some emails that he had sent. I had looked at other documents uh, and came to the conclusion that uh, there was sexual harassment involved, that the young woman was very credible, um, and my recommendation to... Uh, the senator uh, was to fire it. to Hillary. And I was overruled. You weren't Ooh. the only one who recommended this, who believed this was the right mm. avenue to take? Correct. Well, you know, there were a few people involved in the uh, investigation, so to speak, but the people involved in it um, believed that he should not be working in our campaign. So she overruled you personally? I was overruled, yes. You were overruled. And mm -hmm. what was the reasoning mm, behind not it. taking your recommendation on that? You know, I really don't want to divulge, you know, my private conversations or my private counsel to Hillary Clinton. Suffice it to say, I believe in a zero tolerance sexual harassment in the workplace. I believe it now and I believed it then. But I also want to say, you know, it wasn't an easy call. None of these calls are, are easy, and especially in a presidential campaign. We were just a few months away from voting beginning to start with the caucuses and the primaries. Um, firing a high-profile person on the campaign would have certainly made news and caused a distraction. So it wasn't an easy call. Um, but, you know, as a campaign manager, when this was brought to my attention, when you run an organization, you really, your first instinct is to protect people, you know? And I wanted to protect my team. I wanted to protect this young woman. Yep. Um, and I Hillary wanted to send a it. message that um, this kind of behavior is not okay. I wanted to make sure that other women, and men for that matter, could feel comfortable and free to speak up if something were to happen to them, if there were another incident. What? Um, wasn't and a, it certainly wasn't, wasn't lost on, on me it, that I was the... It wasn't a safe space at Hillary's campaign? Oh, man. Hang on. So, again, Hillary blocked it. Hillary, Hillary's campaign manager said, hey, your faith advisor is sexually harassing staffers. There, we, have, we have corroboration. We have evidence, all this stuff. And Hillary said, nah, he'll stay. He'll stay. Real champion for women, huh? Right? You get the idea. You get the idea. I'll have more coming up on this. And then you're going to hear, we'll go back to Megan McCain on The View, the rhino, uh, questioning Senator Kirsten Gillibrand of New York, who wants to run for president in 2020. It's very obvious. And Kirsten Gillibrand went on The View and was ragging on guys sexually harassing women. Al Franken, Steve Wynn, these others, we can't have this, blah, blah. So when Meghan McCain asked about Bill Clinton, because Kirsten Gillibrand loves Bill Clinton, took pictures with him at the Democratic Convention in 2016, loves the Clintons, why didn't you condemn Bill Clinton? And what about Hillary not firing the staffer, uh, the, the, her faith advisor, after being accused with evidence she overruled this guy getting fired? Wait till you hear Kirsten Gillibrand's answer. We'll get to all that coming up. 922 we continue in four. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, yeah. How you doing? 928. Going to be sunny and 80 today. Enjoy it. 
7 o'clock tonight. Mr. Ons, join us there for the State of the Union watching party or listen on KNST. But again, I get there before 7. It just starts at 7. Trump starts at 7. You can start at 5.30 for all. I get you start at 5. It's happy hour somewhere, right? Uh, all right, let's play real quick. Throw me up over there. I want to play a little bit more of the CNN interview. Kate Boldon with Patty Solis Doyle, who was the Hillary campaign manager in 08, who uh, had all the evidence that Hillary's faith advisor, Bern Strider is his name. What a name, huh? Bern Strider. Uh, was sexually harassing a staffer, witnesses, you name it. She recommended that uh, this guy be fired. Hillary overruled her. Listen to what happened. Here we go. Than anybody else. Listen. To be clear, a few weeks later, after the Iowa caucuses, you were pushed out as campaign manager. Correct. Ultimately, Strider didn't even go to the counseling that had been a part of his docked pay, pay commensurate with a demotion, has to go to counseling. In the end, he didn't go to counseling. Uh, you didn't have to do with that because you were gone at this this point in right. time. But who made the decision on what, instead of him going, that these things were going to happen? That he was going to have uh, face these consequences yes, of counseling consequences. and yeah, pay. counseling. Know, I said we wa- I wanted our campaign to be better, and I believe we were. I mean, there was a Axios item today where um, you know campaign staffers now are being interviewed and they they kind of laughed at the idea that there even was an HR there is an HR process but was it was but it in our campaign you know I went to the lawyers we had so this but this was lawyers who were looking at lawyers and our operations people and me, senior management we came up with a process and we did everything I believe but fire him okay I want to ask you about how Hillary mm-hmm. Clinton has responded to this because it's mm-hmm. something that really sticks out to me she says a story appeared today this was from a few days ago about something that happened in 2008 I was dismayed when it occurred but was heartened the young woman came forward was heard and had her concerns taken seriously and addressed um, she doesn't admit right. that she messed up she doesn't admit that, especially in light of the fact that at the time you were recommending he go. Mm-hmm. It's not like no one was saying he shouldn't go. And that we are now in an mm-hmm. era where mm-hmm. people look back and say, duh, he should have gone. Right. Why doesn't she just look back and say, this was the wrong call? You know, uh, I don't know. I- nope, you don't know. Because Hillary's evil. You do know. <laughs> yes. There's no good answer. Now let's go to uh, Kirsten Gillibrand who wants to run for president, senator in New York, and she loves the Clintons. All of a sudden, 20 years later, said Bill should have resigned for doing what he did. Meghan McCain actually asked a question. It was written for her on the glass in a teleprompter, and she read it. Listen to this. There's some inconvenient truths on both sides. On Reportedly, Hillary Clinton is under fire for covering up for a top advisor who was accused of sexual harassment back in 2007. Yep. She docked his pay and made him seek counseling, but allowed him to stay on. And women claim his harassment continued. You are a longtime oh, supporter of the Clintons and consider her a mentor. Do you think her response this weekend was appropriate? Well, uh, uh, as you uh, know, uh, I think uh, uh, these uh. things have to be dealt with. Whether you're a Democrat, whether you're a Republican, you need transparency and accountability. Answer the question. And no one is above criticism. Um, but in that case, I don't know all the details. I don't mm. know if the punishment she chose was the right punishment. But what it does talk, bring us to talk about is this issue of workplace um, harassment. Hang on. 
And right before this, she was ripping Al Franken, ripping Steve Wynn, ripping every guy that's been accused of everything and whatever. The fact go. that too many women in the workplace across all sectors, across all industries are being harassed today and there is no accountability. And we've had this Me Too movement and moment that is so powerful mm-hmm. because it's given space for women, no matter where you are, who you are, to speak out, to tell your story. But the real test is when we can make sure that a woman who cannot come forward because her boss isn't famous or some powerful industry leader and she just works in an office or yeah, on a farm famous. or in a hotel or at a restaurant, she needs to be able to come forward and speak truth but to power as well. Senator, you have dedicated your political career to this fight, obviously. And that's why a lot of people were really surprised that it took you 20 years to say that Bill Clinton should have resigned over the Lewinsky oh. scandal. So what do you say to that? I think this moment of time we're in is very different. It's I different. don't think we had the same different. Uh, conversation back then, the same lens. We didn't Blue dress hold is different. in the same way that yes. this moment is demanding today. I yes. think all of us, or many of us, did not have that same lens, myself mm. included. But today, we are having a very different conversation. Oh, yeah. And there is a moment in time that we, where we can actually do the right thing, or fixate on one president. Can I ask you, do you regret campaigning <laughs> with him, though? It's not about any one president. Oh, it's not about any one industry. No. And if we reduce it to that, we are missing the opportunity so can't a to question. allow women to be heard, to allow women to have accountability and transparency, and to allow women to have justice. Well, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then she gets a bailout from a, another chick on The View. Those are good questions. She never answered any of them. That's going to come back to hurt her. You can't condemn it? You're afraid to say something? You don't really mean it? I mean, how do you not condemn it? There you go. Her words speak for themselves, don't they? So Hillary's campaign manager comes out and says, Hillary blocked me from firing her faith advisor that was sexually harassing women. They fired me instead. They fired her after the Iowa caucus. She was pushed out. And this guy kept on harassing staffers, sexually harassing staffers, and then didn't even go through his punishment, which was counseling. Hillary kept him on. Real big, big proponent of women right there, huh? Grammys, Hollywood, all stupid, all dumb. What do you expect? 880-KNST, 880-5678. Oh, we have more. Oh, do we have more? Speaking of celebrities and things like that, we have to get back into the FISA stuff. Um, Oh, I have the latest about the White House and the FISA uh, document as well. Don't go anyway. By the way, you can comment about Hillary if you like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We have so much more we need to get to before we're gone. We'll be back in six. Here's the latest from Fox. 943, thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, State of the Union tonight, 7 o'clock on KNST. Uh, We'll be at Mr. On's as well for a uh, watching party. I hope you join us. Get there early, have some dinner, eat during it, whatever you'd like. They have an extra staff to make sure they can get everybody their food very, very, very quickly. On's wings, onion rings, it's all kinds of stuff that's going to be there. Uh, phenomenal beer, drinks, sake, whatever you want. Maybe we should play a drinking game. Every time he says big league, we take, I don't know. Should we do so? I don't want to. Are we legally liable if something like that happens? That's what, I don't know. You do can your I, own drinking game. Can I just do it? You just do it in your head. Am I promoting Jasmine, it? But something. Right? Every t- <laughs> Ran tomorrow, girl. Uh, every time he says the wall got taller, you just take a shot of sake. Anyway, you do sake bump. So we're going to be there. We'll see what happens. Second thing that I think you need to know, the House panel voted, the House Intel panel voted to release the memo. Now it's in the hands of Trump. I'll get you an update in just a second on that. Uh, and it's so bad that the FBI director basically removed. That's what sources say, removed. The number two guy, Andrew McCabe, he's dirty. Big Hillary lover. Could be the leaker to the media. The guy's dirty. He is big time dirty. 
and he was removed as soon as the FBI director read the memo. Third thing I think you need to know is that the economy is just booming UBS out with uh, a survey with their peeps, right? They said, what's going on? What's happening? And they said, oh, confidence is now up. It is up bigly. I'll put this on my Facebook page, this story from the Washington Examiner. Uh, confidence dramatically higher, said UBS note to investors. Economic outlook increased from 65 to 83% positive. Uh, markets up business outlook jumped from 77% positive to 87%. Uh, 65% said infrastructure is going to help their business. Of course, 36% want to hire more. 72% said the bill will boost the economy. Only 14% said they'd cut jobs. 72% said the administration's regulation reform is benefiting them. And 68% said their companies are already benefiting from Trump's actions. So it's big time stuff. You didn't hear that with Obama, did you? Three things I think you need to know. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. Uh, speaking of the, re- the release the memo, Trump's peeps have it in the White House. Listen to Mark Short. He is, uh, he's with the White House. He's like an attorney. What the hell he is? He's, uh, he's, he's part of the White House. He speaks. Here we go. Stuart, I think the president sides on the uh, side of transparency. And so I think oh. if there are abuses, he wants the American people to know it. But let me be clear that the president can do this in a responsible fashion. We only received the document last night. Uh, White House counsel began to review it last night. The National Security Council will be leading an interagency process here to make sure that there are no secrets divulged and that no methods are divulged. And so it'll be done in a very responsible manner before recommendation is provided to the president. Mm-hmm. They're just dotting the I's, crossing the T's. Watch out. By the way, Dow is down 258 points. Biggest uh, loss so far this year. Um, it's going to go up. It's going to go down. It's just gone up so much. Watch the media focus on that. All the winning, all the rising in the market, all the wealth that has been created, they've tried to put on the back burner. Watch, watch, watch. Watch. They are going to focus on this. I'm telling you. Uh, Aetna projects Trump tax overhaul will add $800 million to profit. They better lower the damn freaking prices then. Stop getting the doctor's way. I hate insurance companies so much. God, do I hate health insurance companies. Uh, 947 now on KNST AM 790. What? What? Come on. I think we talked about this before the uh, the little procrastinator was born. We did. There'll be none of this. I told you about this. There'll be none of this. And you're like, no, this is crazy. All right. Let's see if someone can be funny besides me real quick. Uh, Mike, welcome to KNST. Hi. Good morning, Garrett. Hey, just listen to your spot on Amco. Yes. uh, Use them. Dude, I hate to say it. You are, you you are, you're, you're, you're a goner. You just passed judgment on minivans, I guarantee you. When the little dictator opens up the car door and puts a sweet dent into an Acura MDX or opens it up to a BMW or he's misbehaving because you won't get him ice cream because he misbehaved in the Best Buy store, mm. when you start to load that 30-pound child, your back's going to give, and you're like, forget it. Sliding doors, maximum width to, op- to remove and sit in a child into the car seat. You're going to be a minivan driver. The over/under is three years. That's the opposite. Let me right tell now. you something. I would, I would rather. I will say great things about Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton before I ever own a minivan. It's not You're just so me. It's minivan. my no. Not only will I never own it, my wife would divorce me, and I would divorce my wife. So Eric, it ain't happening. Chapter and verse of my oh, wife and God. I, and then we had two boys. Zero. And I, I would rather I have a broken you. back. I have a five-year-old. I would rather have a broken back. I'd rather stab myself in the ear with a rusty spoon 
Dan owned a minivan. I got one in my office. Honda Odyssey, or are you going to get a Ford Windstar? Get lost. A Windstar. Oh, that, that is horrible. Listen, listen. That Russian disinformation brainwashing doesn't work on me, okay? But let me tell you something. What? The Odyssey is nice. Get the hell out I of here. I had one when I had my second good. kid. Yeah, good, good. Dude, it was the best You're automatic loser. doors. Yeah. Hang on. You had two kids and got a minivan. <laughs> yeah. It was the best. Take the seats out. Mm-hmm. Put the seats in. Sounds down, great. Sounds trips. great. Oh, yeah. Sounds awesome. Hey, pick up two right quick. Sounds fantastic. No. Come on. Uh, Killing me. Hi, Jack. Welcome to KNST. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I was always under the impression that uh, Trump could stop the memo or he could do nothing and it gets released. No, Trump could stop. uh, Trump, Trump can approve it. He could stop it. If he stops it, it would take Congress voting, I think, in a two-thirds fashion. I believe it's two-thirds. They could overrule him and have it released without his consent. So that's what could happen there. Yeah, so if he doesn't do anything, it goes back to the House and or the Senate, and it takes two-thirds. If he doesn't do something, I'm, there's going to be a hell to pay with the base. So that's, that's what I but, say. But why? Because if it goes back to the Senate and the Democrats, Block it. It goes to the house. Yeah. It goes to the house or whoever. If the Dems block it, then he can say they don't want it released. What the hell are they? No, I I know. I got. Thank you. You really mean no? Because Trump wouldn't release it first. So that's that's what it comes down to. I don't think he'll let it go back there because he wants he wants this out too. Are you kidding me? He wants to out everybody. I just want him to read it during the State of the Union. <laughs> yeah, this is his victory dance. I want him to do. I want that, and then I want to see. I want to see crazy Maxine Waters give her response on BET tonight. <laughs> and I want to see that nut job say all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, there's five different Democrats giving a response, only one's official. These people are insane. They've lost their minds, man. They've lost their ever-loving minds, and it's so good. You know how crazy they are. Play sixty-three real quick. Uh, Chris Cuomo asking crazy Nancy Pelosi about the FISA stuff, and she just totally rags on the, the, the hand that feeds her. Here we go. Listen to this. This is not reckless. Christopher Wray, got, the director of the FBI, obviously, recently selected by President Trump. He got the memo. Uh, he could have come out and said, this is reckless. Don't release it. Let me just say this with all due respect. You really don't know what you're talking about right oh, now. Oh! But okay. did Christopher Ray look at it or Oh, he's so no? nice to her. I can't say whether he did or not, but he did not. He's, he, in he, order he, to redact, he, he. you have to have the people who know the I'm not saying redact. Text. I'm saying if these concerns are so sharp and obvious. Well, they've already said not to release it. So she just literally, I mean, think again. Think how nasty that dude gets with Republicans and Kellyanne Conway. And he just got told that he's stupid to his face by Nancy Pelosi, who was I mean, really stupid to begin with, right? It's it's uh, it's it's hilarious. That's how crazy they are, and everything is. It's a it's a Russian this, it's a Russian that, and blah blah blah. And again, let me just tell you, there's not much that we do know, but we do know a decent amount about this this uh, this memo. And the memo again, make sure I'm down over there if you don't mind. Thank you. Um, the memo, the memo itself, it, it shows that there was major abuse going on, major abuse. This was, I mean, you could call it, they used this memo paid for by Hillary and the DNC. We know that they admitted it. They called it oppo research, opposition research to get it, you know, thrown through the FEC. They spent nine million bucks on this. And then it was somehow passed on, you know, Hillary's people like, we made this up, pass it on to the FBI. They can get some, they can use that. They can lie, get, get a warrant on Trump. Let's find something on him so we could use him so he doesn't win. That's exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. Uh, it's abuses in government surveillance of people surrounding Trump. 
and his team. That's what's in this memo, and they have proof. Proof. Really? What the hell's going on here? No? Yes, Mark. Welcome to KNST. Yeah, hi. I own a local car dealership, and I'll actually give you a 2018 minivan if you'll drive it. <laughs> Zero chance. I'll, it's fully loaded. It's, it's better than any touring car you've had. It's free. I'll give it to you. If you gave me a bottle of Drano and keys to a brand new minivan and say, you could drive the minivan or drink the Drano. I'm drinking the Drano. I'll throw the Drano in. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. See you later, man. I'll give you a break. Get at 954. It's KNST.